<laughs> Pot of gold. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Ramble by the River. I'm your host, Jeff Nesbitt. It is Saturday, September 25th, the year of our Lord, 2021, and we've got a great show for you today. This episode is the comeback episode of Cody Chalker. So, as you know, he was on the show a couple weeks ago, and it didn't go so well. So we got it started, and we were just a couple minutes in, and my wife came running in and let us know that his dog, who was hanging out with my wife and kids while we recorded, had attacked one of our chickens. Maybe more than one. I don't really know. But needless to say, it was a bit of a chaotic event, and it made it so that the podcast kind of got broken apart and the flow was gone, so we decided to bag it and try again this time. So here we are. Cody came back. He was refreshed, and he was refreshing. We had a great talk. It was a really enjoyable time. Uh, it was, it's always good to catch up with an old friend, and Cody's always been one of my favorite people. If you want to find Ramble by the River on social media, you can get us on Instagram and Facebook at Ramble by the River, and you can find us on Twitter at Ramble River Pod. If you need to contact us for guest suggestions or any kind of business inquiries, that is going to be through email, and that's all available in the show notes for this episode. Go to RambleByTheRiver.com for all this information and much, much more. Eventually, we'll have merch available there, too, so I just haven't got around to doing that yet. I got to get on that. There's just a lot to do running a podcast. You know, you got to actually make the podcast. You got to book your guests. You got to edit it. You got to finish it and produce it and all that. And then, you know, you got to manage relationships and social media and posts, and it's all just so much work. So I love it. I'm happy to do it, but the merch hasn't happened yet. I'm... I'm looking forward to doing that though when I actually do get a chance to. If you'd like to help me out with that, there's a couple ways you can do that. First of all, the easiest way is just to go on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening and leave me a little review or even just click the five star rating. Give me a little rating. That's really helpful. I would appreciate that very much. But there's also other ways. You can subscribe to the premium channel and you do that through patreon.com slash ramble by the river. And that's where I post bonus content and, you know, exclusive mini episodes that are only available for the Patreon subscribers. So it's a cool place. It's also a good place where we can communicate and be in contact and kind of build a little bit of a RamFam community. So it's it's pretty cool. Again, that's patreon.com slash ramblebytheriver if you're interested in subscribing. And huge thank you to my existing Patreon subscribers I really couldn't do this without you guys. I love you. Thank you so, so much. Okay, so I just wanted to get something out there real quick before we get into the episode today. If you're a regular listener and you're a a regular fan of Ramble by the River and you decided to skip last week's episode because it didn't sound like you were into it for some reason, and I know the reason, it's because you don't like crypto and you're bored of crypto, please do me a favor and go back and listen to that episode. Even turn this one off, go back to that one. It's important. I made that episode for you. I made that episode because I wanted you to know about what's going on in the world of finance. And this is a major important thing. This shift over to a a digital financial world is happening. It's going to happen. 
Whether you like it or not, it's going to happen, and you're going to get left in the dust if you don't know what the hell's going on. So please listen to that episode. It's not for the crypto people. If it was, it would be in depth, and I would, I would, I mean, I don't even think I could make that episode. I don't know enough about it to to really do that. But I wanted to make one that was for people who are in my audience who don't really engage so much in that community, and this could be like a way to get them interested, or at the very least, just a way so that you know what you're missing, so that when people like me try to convince you that this is the future, you can tell them to go fuck off, and now you know why. But regardless, go check that out for your own good and for mine. It was a noticeable drop in the listenership on that one. So I had a feeling it would be something like that because, I don't know, people just seem to be turned off by the crypto stuff. I don't know why. It's I find it fascinating. But, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of other stuff too in that episode. So it's it's not just a crypto podcast. So I think you'll like it just as much. If I wouldn't have called it the crypto podcast, I think everybody would have probably not even noticed that it was just that that's what it was. I just... You know, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to be more targeted in my marketing scheme. It's hard to figure out how to do all that. And it's everything I'm reading is telling me I have to niche down. I have to pick an audience and then target them and figure out what they want to hear and market it towards them and all that stuff. So that's kind of what I was doing with the crypto thing with making it the title was specific and the keywords were specific and all of that. I'm just, tinkering around with the search engine optimization. But it's really no different than the rest of the episodes. So check that out if you skipped it. And whatever. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It's cool too. Anyway, I just don't want you to miss out. So my guest today is Cody Chalker. And he is one of my good buddies from back in the day. I've been friends with him since I was in kindergarten. In fact, my mom used to pick him up on our way to school from his daycare center in kindergarten. So that's actually how we met, um, picking him up from old Debbie Duff's. Yeah. And Cody's a great guy. If you know him, then you know that he's got a great sense of humor. I like to fuck with him a little bit and he, he likes to fuck with me too. That's just kind of how our sense of humor is. And we have a good time. This podcast is really fun. I had a good time editing it. I just finished up and I thought it was really funny, especially the second half. It really picks up and gets hilarious, but um, don't take it too seriously. Everything in here is pretty much jokey, and it's just a good time. It's a, it's a hang. So I hope you enjoy hanging with us. And if you want to, uh, again, if you want to contact me at all, it's get me on social media at Ramble by the River on Instagram and Facebook, and emails in the show notes. So without further ado, please welcome again my good buddy Cody Chuck.
How's it going, man? Going good. How are you doing? I'm good. Oh, man. How are you feeling today? Oh, a little sore. Are you? Nah. What you been doing? Just fucking, ah, well, a lot of golfing. Oh, yeah? You getting some golf but, done, huh? Yeah, I got a lot of golf done with the dad. That's awesome. So your dad's back up here? Yeah. How, how long does he stay in uh, California? Uh, shoot. I think October to May. Pretty good stretch. Yeah. Usually early October to May, but I think he's got to wait until mid-October this year. But, yeah, yeah, try to stay out of the rainy, shitty weather as much as he can, I guess. Yeah, that's good, man. That shit will kill you. Oh, yeah. I hate the rain. I'm sick of the rain. I mean, I like the rain because it, it makes the the land healthy, but fuck the rain. Yeah, yeah, it makes the air a lot more fresh. That's it does. Do you know why? I mean, one of the reasons why I just learned about this. So there's uh, negatively charged ions in the rain, or it's either in the rain or it's in the air. Uh-huh. Negatively charged ions, something about that pulls the stink out of the air. Oh, like no, the no. polarized water molecule, something. Just chemistry. Trust oh. me. Just trust me. I trust it takes you. the stink right out of the air. <laughs> trust you. Well, in Utah, you could smell it coming before it even comes. The rain it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it, it's. Is it less frequent, but more profound? Like boom, you get the real rain yeah, yeah, all at once. Yeah, you get big downpours. Yeah. Less. Sometimes you'll get a frequent storm, but not often. Yeah. Usually it's just big thunderstorms rolling through, and then there's just when God's real angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is there a lot of smitings in Utah with so many religious folk? A lot of smitings? Smitings. Yeah, you know, people being smoted. Yeah, well, not, not, not as much, no. No? Well, That's more not biblical as much times, as there, huh? I, I don't know, as there used to be, in my opinion. Back in olden times? Yeah, I haven't noticed it that much. Yeah. Well, it's gotten so diverse over there lately. Up in Utah? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people moving into Utah. It's not all just salt anymore. Or, yeah, yeah. I'm talking white people. Yeah, yeah. Did it used to be? Uh, well, I th- what do you mean by that? Like, it uh, Has it be- always been diverse or was it, is this a newer thing? Uh, I think it's, I, I wouldn't say diverse in that way. I was thinking diverse as in not as many Mormons and more people that aren't. Yeah, that's what I mean. As- I mean, isn't Mormon mostly white folks? Yeah, I guess I'd... I mean, I don't know much about it. I'm just asking. I, I mean, I don't know. I never actually... I picture you know. the Mitt Romney types. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet he's <laughs> big over there, huh? Yeah. yeah? Yeah, he's uh, I guess he would be an example of a, of a Mormon for sure, but there's all kinds of different Mormons out there. I, I will mean, say I've never met one that was being a dick. No, no, they're very nice people. They're super nice. It's like yeah. Canadians. Yeah, yeah. They're very, very nice, polite, like... Mm-hmm. Just, you know, they got their ways, though. Now, do they believe in any kind of, like, space monsters? Or is that just, is that Scientology? I think that's Scientology. Who's got the space monsters? I'm pretty sure that's Scientology, right? Okay. I think you're right. It sounds scientific. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll just leave this to the suits in Washington. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, For now, let's get these mics set up. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Yeah, I've been working from in here this the last week. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah, we never work from home. Uh, I remember when my, when that first happened, my boss was like, "Hey, uh, 
I'm working from home today. He texts me. He's like, if there's anything you need, give me a call. And I text him back. I was like, yeah, me too. I work from home too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it's, know it's if better. You need anything. Working from home is the shit, man. Yeah, well, there's nothing I can do from home. So he, he called me like a second later. Like, what the hell you mean you're working from home? Yeah, you're just going to call all your, all your customers and tell them how to fix it themselves. Um, I'm hearing keys. Never mind. Oh, that's probably mine. Oh, we both have our keys. Uh, here, just, I'll set them over here. All right, anything else in your pockets? Phone. Is it on vibrate at least? Oh, yeah, let me. Nope, it's not now it is. I'll probably die anyways, but damn. What you checking out? Oh, the crypto markets are uh, acting very weird the last couple of days. Have you do follow it? Yeah, well, I have some investment in it, but I don't. Uh, haven't been putting anything in it over yeah. the last like five years. I haven't put much into it. it. It's probably changed a lot in the last five years. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I've made good money off. Of probably it, fun to watch. What What do you invest in? Just uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Oh yeah, just a Those little bit. Ones. But I invested a little bit when it was a lot cheaper. So that's awesome. Have you cashed yeah. out any of it, or are you just letting it build? Just what I put in. Yeah, cashed out. So you've made your money ago. back, and and yeah, you're just yeah. rolling off profits. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting on it, seeing that's what awesome. it does. If I like was more sure about it, I'd probably be dumping more money into it. But yeah, it takes a lot of research to be confident about any of it. Well, it's, yeah, it's still kind of. In my opinion, it's still it's very so up in new. Air. It's like I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, you don't know what other governments are gonna try to do about it. Yeah, exactly. That's what's really freaky. Is like regulation could change at any time, and then all of a sudden we don't even have the ability to get our money or something. Like you never know. It's the wild west. Yeah, yeah. Well, currencies play a big role in in our governmental processes that we. Especially here in the U.S., where we're the reserve currency for the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm still just getting this thing figured out. I have this is literally the first audio that I've recorded with it. Yeah, it's a nice looking little mic. Yeah, it sounds good. I'm so far, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Got all them fancy lights going off. Yeah, I like that. So when are you headed back to Utah? Uh tomorrow morning. Flying out. Um, no. From you driving? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You drove down here. Yeah, yeah. I had to bring the dog down. Oh yeah. It was that the main motivation for the choice to no, drive. No, I don't really want to fly. <laughs> oh, cause of COVID? Yeah. Well, it's just all this. Yeah, the weirdness and everything going on. I was like, I'd prefer to just. It'd probably be not be that by crowded. Myself. <laughs> but yeah, I don't mind a nice long drive. No, no, I don't mind it at all. Some days I get tired, but I always just do it knowing that if I get tired, I'll stop and get a hotel room or... Do you sleep in the truck sometimes? No, I just hotel. get a hotel. Yeah, I, I ain't a bum. Well, the I, bums also get hotel rooms. We covered that last week on the podcast. That is, <laughs> <laughs> that is very... I shouldn't laugh about that. It's not very funny, but... Oh, yeah, no, Uncle Sam's paying for it. nothing funny. <laughs> yeah. Nothing funny about We got it. bums... Filling the hotels. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good for the hotels though. Yeah. Somebody's got to stay in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, it's weird though. They need uh, their subsidies too. That's you know? what I was just gonna say. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. It's true though. The, the economy has to keep moving. Nobody's traveling. No one's going on vacation. Hotels yeah. are like, well, fuck. We're gonna go out of business. We need to get some of that 
stimulus money. How do yeah, we yeah, do yeah. this? <laughs> we'll fill <laughs> our hotels with bums. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's such a weird world we're in now. All it is. Free money they're giving you. And... I keep hearing that it's going to stop, and then they keep extending it. Yeah, well, it's just kind of, it's like, I don't know. I haven't had I to make my, to think about it, my so. federal student loan payment for almost a year or over a year. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's 400 bucks a month. Oh, man. I should have went in this. Should have got a bigger loan for school. Did something different. If oh, I no, don't worry, man. I still owe the exact same amount I always owed. They're, they're, the, the payments are so small that it's just paying yeah. the interest. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. terrible. The oh, system yeah. is ruined. There's right, so right. I, I have it pretty good, really, for, for being out of the whole grand scheme of things. My financial experience with college was better than a lot. Yeah. But I still came out of it owing 31000 and I still owe like 27000 or something. Oh, it's been – how long has it been? Almost 10 years. It's been almost 10 years of paying $400 a month or more, and it still hasn't really gone down. That's way worse than a, a truck loan. Like. Oh, yeah, way worse. Yeah. Well, shit, man. Grown-ups buy trucks. Yeah. It'd be a lot harder to fuck them over. They would think about these things as they're making these uh, these deals. Yeah. 17-year-olds yeah. don't give a fuck about interest rates. Yeah. 17-year-olds oh, yeah. will sign that paper. Oh, well, you're going to give me 30 grand? Hell yeah, I'll sign the paper. <laughs> yeah. Right right here? Dotted line? Perfect. Oh, I'm to school. I, I don't have a fully mature adult brain, but sure, I'm, I'm sure I'll figure this out, you know, when it comes time to pay. Yeah. And, and you do. Yeah. Somehow. But somehow make the monthly payment, not realizing you're just it throwing it in a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. But if you get your payments large enough to make a dent in in the actual principal balance, then you have no money for years. Yeah. Like it costs, it'll take all your money. It sucks. It's crazy how they get away with charging you so much for yeah, I don't that know. education. Like it's not very good anyways. Well, it I depends. mean, it depends on what it you're totally doing for. But a lot of them really are good, but it's hard to quantify what that's worth. Yeah, yeah. Like, is it really worth forty grand for? Well, you make it worth it too. It's exactly, not, but it's you not could do that outside of the institution. Yeah, that is true. Well, it's like I always thought if they didn't guarantee loans, like the schools wouldn't be able to get away with charging so much. For Probably an education. not. That sounds awfully libertarian. Are you kind of a libertarian? Yeah, are you kind of a, a mix like me? I'm just kind of a mix. Like, yeah, I don't really. Politics is kind of weird these days. It's oh, it's like super weird. It's hard to even talk each about. Other, yeah. yeah. You have to do it on a situation like this where you have like two hours to yeah. fully explain your position. Otherwise, people just make assumptions that aren't true. Oh, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. People just. There's just so many different ways to like perceive something or to. Yeah. You know, like everybody has a different opinion and it's always going to be like that. And and everybody's like, like an asshole, right? What yeah, is it they yeah, say yeah. about assholes? Everybody's got one and... They all stink. They're all pink <laughs> or they all stink. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So you didn't go to a four-year university. You, you went to a technical school and your loans are probably much less and you make more money than me. So how'd you do that? I just went to school and paid off my schooling while I was going or I was working too. And so all those people who were telling us in high school, you got to go to college, you got to go to college. They didn't mention shit about technical education or, no, or well, anything about really. I mean, they barely talked about college, but yeah. they really didn't talk about other stuff. 
like, how did you find out? What what led you down that path to becoming an electrician and to getting your journeyman license and to becoming a one of the higher earning workers in the whole middle class? Electricians, plumbers, jobs like this, they get paid super high, oh, and, yeah. and nobody well. uh, seems to realize that that's such a lucrative option. Well, it's hard work. It's definitely not like easy. You know, it's very taxing on the body. It's you know, it's a lot of work, but uh. I just always thought when I was getting out of school, I was always thinking I didn't know what I wanted to do, and there was no way I was just going to go get a massive loan to go to college and put myself in debt for, like, to try and figure out what I want to do, you know? That just seemed kind of yeah pointless to me. My feet are, are very antsy. Anyway. Uh, oh, well. well um, so where'd you go to technical school? In Salt Lake. Okay. What was the place yeah. called? Salt Lake Community College. Yeah, it was just a little community call, a little apprenticeship program that they did, and it kind of is that called, through was that through your employer? Yeah, it was through the employer. So you got to have an employer that uh, pretty much sponsors you for a uh, for a license, an apprenticeship license, and then once you have your apprenticeship license, you can do all the schooling and everything. And oh, I, so it's concurrent with your working. And yeah. You get to, so you're making money and you're getting an education at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And then you get you have to have so many hours in experience on the job too. And then come the end of four years, then you got to take like three tests, time tests to to uh, get the license pretty much. It's not that hard. It's a, it's a system that could be applied to a lot of different industries. It oh, sounds yeah. Like. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure it is applied to a lot of different industries. Yeah, there's a lot of different stuff out there now. It's like you can go into programming, take just classes online and pay for to become regi- or to become a you know, certified to be a programmer and then you make good money doing that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, I bet. So I I, mean, I don't know. I think the possibilities are out there no matter where you look, especially because we got the internet nowadays, and you don't gotta go to some prestigious university or anything like that. You can. No, you really don't. No. And it almost most people probably shouldn't try because they are very, very expensive. It yeah. completely depends on what you want to do with your life. If you don't want to be a, an academic or a public figure of some kind, don't go to Harvard. Oh yeah, yeah. Or I mean, if you, I mean, there are lots of Harvard. If you want to be a doctor, jobs, then but, yes, do please do. Yeah, <laughs> in situations where it matters, yeah. go to the good school with the name that people recognize. But in a situation where it doesn't, like me, then again, I, if I would have gone to a different, a better school, maybe I would have done a different job. But I don't know. It never felt like it was that important. The name. I was just like, I can learn the same stuff going to yeah Western as I could, you know, going to a better school. But I don't know. College was cool, but it it's definitely not for everybody. And I don't think society can sustain this pattern that we have right now of so many people going to college, accomplishing very little, and becoming massively ridden with debt. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just... It's really bad. Not, well, not good. corruption now. It's just kind of like everything's... Oh, like the full house you know, lady. Yeah, yeah. It's sending her daughter to college up based on <laughs> lies. Yeah, based on lies. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. But I meant like it's just so expensive nowadays. It's like I don't even think that's corruption. I think it's legit. It's just exorbitant overhead. They have way too many administrators. But I mean, they're all. It's I, I don't know. Corruption to me seems like it's where there's people getting kickbacks. Money's moving around in places where it shouldn't be. 
and that could be construed that way, but it's all very out in the open. Like you can look up and see where all that money's going and it's going to pay people who sit at a desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, it's just overpaid administration. It's mm-hmm. like like uh over I mean the teachers are getting paid a lot too, but I'm not actually I don't know for sure about the teachers, but uh Oh, there's it all just kinds seems of issues very, with that too. It just seems like very like uh, unrealistic like all these expensive educations and like you don't get much out of it really i mean unless you're a doctor i guess you, you don't get anything quick, that's tangible but yeah. you get you get uh, recognition and reputation networking connections with people who might be in the industry that you're interested in working in but you don't get anything other than a piece of paper to take with you yeah and that piece of paper may or may not mean anything to some other people you may be smarter than you know a lot of other people but it's like if you are you probably were already yeah yeah you probably were already and what are you going to use or like you're going to use that education to you know improve your life even more or is it like something that you know you're going to end up going doing something else and then having a really hard time to pay off yeah the amount of debt that you accumulated exactly i don't know if i'd go back and do it any differently though because I did use my education to kind of shape who who I became, yeah. and I like I like the way it turned out. I can't imagine. I feel like I would have felt like I missed out if I didn't go to college. I would have felt insecure about it. I think, but I don't think everyone else has the same mental priorities right, as me. Well, that's why I came and lived with you for. <laughs> well, yeah. For, you, when I was going to college, for you were a winter there, yeah. right along there. Getting so the explore the college parties, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you and Colton both. Good times up in Bellingham, Washington. Yeah, yeah, Bellingham was a fun time. Yeah, it really was. I, yeah. I love it up there. I wonder if, if that's been hit hard by the changes we've seen in the world the last couple of years. It was such a cool little town. Oh, yeah, I imagine it has been hit pretty hard. I bet there's a lot more homeless people living there now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but who yeah. knows? There's a lot of homeless people everywhere nowadays. Yeah, there is. It's definitely a big problem, like... I could see, I like ten years ago. I could have seen myself going that, that <laughs> the <guy>. homeless route. <laughs> yeah, maybe well, maybe a little more. Maybe like twelve years ago or thirteen. You years you ago. wouldn't have been the type yeah. of homeless guy who like <laughs> admits it. You'd have been the type of homeless guy who who constantly explains himself. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, no, dude, I'm not homeless. I am dirty. I'll give you that. I am dirty. I am wearing a lot of coats. Yeah, but yeah. it's fucking cold out here, guys. My, I'm, I'm in between apartments right now. I'm waiting for my landlord to let me into this new place. He just won't give me the keys. But I, obviously, I'm not homeless. Yeah, I mean, I got. I'm. Yeah, all my stuff is in the back of my car, and I mean, I do live in the car. But uh, no, I'm not homeless. Don't yeah. worry about me. I'm Cody Chalker. <laughs> I got seven coats. Um, You're probably right about that. I would definitely try to explain. Like, just lie myself out of the situation. I don't think those are lies. I think Not those are lies, creative interpretations kinda... of the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've they're... met homeless like that where they're they're just not willing to accept the title. Yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe I don't have a home, but I'm not a homeless person. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it happens, man. Like, you have know. you ever been homeless? No, I've never in been. In a technical sense? No, not in a technical sense. You've no. always had an, an address. Yeah, I've gone to Vegas and not, not <laughs> rented a room prior and been uh-huh. stuck out on the, in the truck pretty much overnight. But that's the closest thing I've been to homeless. Is yeah, 
that's you know <laughs> not a lot of fun. But you're in Vegas. It's n- nighttime never happens. Yeah, it's, it's always just up all popping. night anyway. So. Yeah, I've slept in a vehicle for a few days, but it was because I was like fighting with my parents. So I didn't have a good reason. I wasn't homeless. I was being a teenager. I think I remember that. Yeah, I, I made a big, vaguely made a big deal out of that. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually because down. my mom wanted me to go to church, and I didn't want to go to church, and so I moved moved into my my vehicle. Uh, it was a bad choice. I think I thought about that a couple times in high school too. Yeah, like, you always have those times. I'm just gonna run away. Like get the heck out of here. I think that's part of our say. developmental urges. Where yeah. at a certain age, you get the urge to leave. It distance yourself from your parents and establish your own identity. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just part of growing up. And it happens in levels. Like, it happens starting as at infancy, really. Like, little babies will do it uh, and less and less degrees. I mean, they'll need the parents less and less progressively as they get older. Yeah. Which, yeah, which is weird as a parent. Like, you see it happening and it's kind of strange. Especially like as they turn into teenagers, both both my older kids are hitting the teen years. They both entered. Um, well, Sawyer is in seventh grade and Elsa's in sixth grade, so they're both entering middle school years, and it's it's weird. They I'm starting to embarrass them more. Like they'll turn down my music when we pull into places where I'm gonna drop them off. <laughs> it infuriates me. It's like my music is cool, and you don't know shit. You're just a kid. That's funny. Just like those other kids, they don't know shit either. They don't even know how cool this music is. So we, if anything, turn it up because they need to know. Let them know. But yeah, Just I think of my off. dad when I was that age. <laughs> doesn't matter what he was doing. Any attention was negative. I didn't yeah. want any attention drawn to me while I was with my parents. And I think that's part of that distancing thing. You want to be your own person. But speaking of parents, your dad was our baseball coach way back in the day how's he doing oh yeah yeah, he's doing pretty good um oh yeah he's we talked good. about him already so he lives down in there in california yeah well, what does your mom think of that does he hate her what's she think about it about him being gone half the year no no she goes she goes there like a couple months out of the year okay so basically year. they're just living the life they want to live individually and together yeah 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 she's just not retired yet so yeah. she has to be back here and work mm-hmm but uh, she and goes he's not going to just sit around in the rain and wait for her. No, no, I guess he's going to soak in some retirement, the warm weather down south every year. So I don't blame him. He's getting older. You it's know? good for him. Doesn't he have back get... problems too? Yeah, that, he's The got weather out here probably sucks. Back problems, shoulder problems. Like, you know, he's been in construction just like me. And it's like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to be falling apart by the time I get to be, you know, 50 years old. Keep but. stacking those coins, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Stack those coins. I hope they go up, huh? They're going Cross up. Cross my fingers, you. Dude, know? Bitcoin is going to be a hundred grand, hundred yeah. grand in a couple of years. Everybody's saying by the end of 2021, I don't believe that shit. Not for a second. But I do think it will eventually. It's it's a sure thing, man. It's programmed scarcity. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just a weird time period. Like, it's like, what's yeah. that hundred grand gonna be worth in a couple of years? You know? Yeah, it'll probably be worth one bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna probably but, be the main currency. I bet you anything. It's gonna become more, more and more important. What what is one bitcoin is worth on a world stage? That's what any current or any dollar is worth. Is yeah. Well, I mean, if the U.S. dollar value cuts in half, which that's it, that'd be a huge drop, but it it's not impossible then the value of Bitcoin would double, kind of. Is that, it? wouldn't it, like, 
Yeah, I guess Meh, so. Maybe way. not. People would start flooding into Bitcoin more. But I don't know. No reason to speculate. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> hard to know what you're talking about with that stuff. It is. It is. But I'm thinking about doing a show about it. I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, where we just start at the beginning and talk about blockchain and all that. Because I, I talk about it with my wife a lot. She's just starting to get into crypto. Yeah. And we have these conversations where I like explain the basic stuff, which is pretty much all I really have a handle on is the basics. And that'd make a good podcast because it's, I think there's a lot of people out there who don't know what the fuck, where to even begin to learn about it or to know what's going on with, with crypto. Oh, yeah. It's just like blockchain, the concept of a blockchain, how it's, it's a distributed network. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, Most yeah, people has, probably don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's a weird technology. I mean, like, you know, it's like trying to explain the internet back before the internet was exactly really the internet. It but, kind of is exactly like that because I, I really think that's the way the internet should have been from the beginning. Instead of having these massive server farms where Amazon, what is it, Amazon Data Services, is that the, the company oh, yeah, that yeah. runs the world? But they basically host everybody's online content in these giant servers that are centralized. And they have control over everything. And oh, yeah. the crypto web, Web 2.0, Web 3.0, is distributed. So it's like individual computers run the whole thing. So it's, it's, it's just way better. But it's way more data heavy. Like it requires a lot more electricity just to, for all that computing power. Yeah. So that's not great. I thought they had something kind of... I don't know a whole lot about it, but I thought they had a way to, to reduce the amount of electricity usage for... Yeah, they definitely do. That's become the main thing. A, yeah, they've been... Solana, that coin that has 5X'd in the last 30 days, Yeah. Uh, it, it went from like $30 to 100 and or to $200. Oh, just, nice. Yeah, it's crazy fast. And um, so a lot of people made a bunch of money. I didn't. But I wish I did. I've it's tried playing the penny to. coins. I've tried really? doing that. Like, yeah, you just find the cheapest ones and buy up 10 bucks here, 20 bucks there. You never know. Hoping you get the new Doge coin, you know? It's like, yeah. I, calling, I've done that a lot. Calling up Elon. Hey, man, you say something about. There's a lot of scam coin. coins, though. <laughs> it's dangerous to do that because so many of them, and you can see it just looking through the list. It's like Baby Doge or uh, Safe Moon yeah, or yeah. the Shibu Inu. Just coins that are completely just hype. Like, all they do is try to replicate the success of something else. Yeah. That, that's not the ones I want. But you just never know if it goes from, like, a penny to Because it a might dollar. work. Like, oh, they might hit. Yeah. Something <laughs> might hit that people are like, oh, yeah, that looks cool. I'll yeah, buy yeah. one or whatever. And boom, it just goes from, it goes a thousand X in a day. It's You're crazy. rich. You got to pay attention to that because then it just drops like another yeah, immediately. <laughs> you got if you do, if you play that game with altcoins, that there's that the drop and then it like the initial drop of the coin and then once somebody with influence catches on and buys it, then it shoots up and if you can ride that and then get out before it crashes, you're golden, but most people can't. Vast majority of people cannot time something like that. It's like the GameStop. Yeah, exactly. It's like but that was coordinated. That was, yeah, well, that was that was crazy. The so way they could like well. mentally just change the market like that, and yeah, it kind of came out. You know, like it was very noticeable how 
corrupt the market is once that kind of happened. You're like, oh, man. I know. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. Okay, so you're a twin, right? Yeah. You're a twin. Are you a identical twin or a fraternal? Fraternal. I don't believe that. Oh, we're fraternal. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, he's got a couple inches on me. He's probably two that inches taller matter. than me. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It's about how many eggs were in your embryo. How many eggs were there? Two. Think back. Two. Think back, Two. Cody. You're not even thinking I about remember. it. I remember. I remember looking <laughs> over eggs. and seeing the other egg. Oh, yep, there's that other <laughs> egg over there. Um, did you guys hang out a lot in the womb? Yep. Yeah. yeah, he kicked me in the face on the way out. <laughs> I was reading See, a I'm thing more... the other day that says that uh, doing twin studies, they do interact a lot in the womb. Like do the over half of their initiated movements are directed at the other twin so like most of what they're doing in there is just hanging just chilling just hanging out in mom just getting ready to pop out yeah that's cool that's really cool you've <laughs> never been like alone because you started out with a buddy yeah yeah I and guess like, it's... i mean i know you've been alone since then but the that's not really alone because you still have memories of being connected to others. Does that make sense? So you, that that singular state of consciousness where you have no input from other consciousness forms, unless you get some from your mom, which you probably do in utero. I don't know, though. Um, that state, though, is something that a twin doesn't ever get to experience or doesn't ever have to experience. It's probably not an, a nice feeling. We're not meant to be alone. Yeah, um, well, I know like. You spend your whole life, you know, trying to be an individual rather than being looked at as like a the same person. You know what I mean? Just as being a twin, you know. Yeah. You spend your whole time like trying to be an individual when everybody looks as you as the same as your twin brothers. So it's I don't like, even think that people look at twins as the same. Like you're, like as a copy. I think of them more as like a, a unit. Like you're like half and half of it. Not like you're the same, you're one dude and he's one dude that's just the same. I don't think of twins like that at all. I think of them more as just like brothers plus. All right, all right. Does that make sense? Yeah, to yeah, where yeah, like, yeah. Um, Almost like an extension of you, not not necessarily a copy of you. Well, you always get like those people that are like, oh, well, if I pitch you, you think your brother will feel it? or you know, mm -hmm. I have a long list of these say. things we're about to go through. <laughs> Like what? No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Colton on the phone and I'm gonna pinch you and see if he feels it. That's number three on the list. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. Um, the that that is a thing people actually have documented though is like that, that psychic connection. Yeah, it's, I never... it's not it's not unheard of to think of that being possible. Like we have all connections. Like the better you, like I know my wife so well that when something in the world happens, I can feel her reaction to it. Even if she's not around, I know what she's going to do. And who knows if that's a result of my, my brain being able to accurately simulate her brain, or if that is a result of an actual psychic connection that we can't really explain or measure. There's no way of knowing which of those two things it is. But it is one of those two things or some combination. Some, some co or subconscious, like... I personally think that it's a collective unconscious. Like, that there's, like, a psychic internet, essentially, that is kind of outside of our three-dimensional understanding of 
the world. Yeah, so I could, I you can plug into it, and, and it's outside of time. So you get – that's like when people are really, really deep into meditation or spiritual practice or mysticism, and they get these seemingly from nowhere, these like downloads of information, and you have that knowing quality to it where it's just like, oh, this is just truth, and I don't know where it came from. That's where I think that comes from. Oh, okay. And it could just as easily be – just that chemical combination that gives you that knowing feeling like that actual experience of like the feeling of oh yeah that's that's true that could be completely a concoction of your mind and because we were capable of that too it's impossible to know what's real yeah, and, yeah. and what it how this is all constructed it's impossible so it's fun to think about alternative ways of being and and thinking but anyway back to the twin stuff <clears throat> do you guys ever have weird shit happen like where you're just he's on your mind a lot and all of a sudden he just calls you uh things like that oh i mean no there's been like times when it's like i'm thinking about something and he's thinking about it at pretty much the same time so i mean there's that but that see like that happens with my wife too um i really think it's just a result of Connection, being yeah, able yeah. to just, especially because you guys grew up together, you were thought of as a package deal. Um, you're self-admitted. You're exactly the same. You have no individual differences, as you said. And uh, the, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I think it's just because you guys took the time to build that connection. But also, there's there's studies where people they do twin studies where they study uh, sets that were not reared together, like they brought up, they got brought up in separate homes maybe some of them didn't even know they were twins the majority of them are very similar anyway they like will have similar interests similar preferences and things like that and yeah it's it's interesting that is that, interesting because that that's like you always think that every all your preferences and things you're interested in is dependent on like what you're around and what you grew up around and like yeah your life experience so, like if you laid the different lifestyle than your twin because you guys were separated it's like you might kind of interesting to think about because yeah if you turn out similar yeah it's like yeah that's some of them are like freaky similar like there's there was one where they these guys didn't know that either one of them were twins and they both grew up to be firemen they both married a woman with the same name and they both like had <laughs> yeah, named their dog weird. the same thing it, it was very bizarre it is very bizarre. Were they identical twins? Yeah. 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 You ever um, heard about absorbed twins? Uh, I think I heard something about that. Is that like when one twin eats the other in the womb there or something? They don't eat them. They don't have any teeth. But yeah. um, you ever have like a feeling or a, or a memory or a thought that maybe just like, huh, that didn't feel like it came from me. Maybe that was, you know, it's just a random thought. Maybe it came from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Could have been from that twin you absorbed. Maybe there's three of you in there. (laughs) You ever think that? you Maybe you absorbed a third one? I didn't even know that was a thing. (laughs) It is. You can have like a face on your neck and it's like that's the third twin that never never popped out. Yeah, that would be weird. It would be weird. It would be very weird. Or or if you – yeah, because what if that – what if you didn't – it wasn't a face but it was just like one of the parts that's not really conscious. Like you just had an extra arm. But that arm wasn't connected to your brain. It just, like, had a mind of its own. It just started doing weird stuff. Like, it just randomly it? starts jerking you off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. 
you're in public just yeah. like I don't know what to do about it. Sorry, it'll stop soon. It'll stop soon. And you get in a lot of trouble, yo. <laughs> Who's that comedian that already got in a lot of trouble for doing that? Yeah, you start Louis C.K. and yeah, all over the place. Maybe that was his problem. Maybe yeah. he's just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you he's apparently touring again doing I was a huge Louis C.K. fan until that all happened. I and I wasn't offended really by him jerking off to those ladies. Uh, I think that it was weird, definitely yeah. r- rude for sure, oh, yeah. but traumatizing maybe. Um, assault, nah. Yeah, I wouldn't. Consider I don't it think to be really. Assault. I mean, I wasn't there. I didn't. I didn't feel the spritz. Yeah. If they were close enough to get splashed, that's assault. Yeah, I, I but, guess you're right. I'm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I wasn't there, so I don't know I don't exactly know. what happened. I'm not one to judge, but I, I will say, if somebody asked me if they could jerk off while i was watching i wouldn't let them do it no definitely not no way i'd be like nah maybe just wait till i leave you can jerk off thinking about me later that'll be fine with me (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i would especially in this day and age you can't be doing that kind of stuff you know no you really shouldn't Maybe 10 20 years ago you could into a house plant come on (laughs) a ficus i think it was was that what it was i think it was a ficus I didn't even know that. Was it a bunch of maids? Because I don't even know that. No, they were comedians. Oh, no. See, that's the issue is that he was using his power and authority as as a successful comedian and producer and television show maker to kind of pressure these women into watching him jerk off. Oh. So it was like definitely an abuse of power. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, And and borderline assault-ish. I'd say sexually assault-ish behavior. Yeah, yeah. But especially if you're like area. forcing them using some kind of like, like if you're the one paying them or giving them their livelihood or exactly you're the one that's like the boss. Like you're the Harvey Weinstein or the boss cannot fuck his employees. Yeah, yeah. And even if they want him to, it's a power relationship issue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just not ethical. Yeah, not ethical at all. And I don't know if he was their boss. But he was definitely somebody who had power in their some kind of influence, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not cool. Any kind of influence, really. Not cool. Not. That being said, he's touring again, and I'm I'm curious to see how his stuff is. I bet it's good. I bet it's good. But it's it's not as pushed as it used to be in your face. Like, I don't hear about him at all other than on podcasts. Oh, I'm sure. I don't see advertisements for his stuff. I don't see him on TV. He's just gone. I think a lot of, like, stand-up comedy has kind of been falling off you know it's the kind of becoming... pandemic didn't help yeah yeah but well, the pandemic definitely didn't help really on anything unless you're like a mask maker or something like that oh god mask makers are raking yeah, in they're raking in the dough right now <laughs> it's a good time to be a mask maker yeah or zoom if you're if you own zoom stock true. microsoft's definitely going up a little bit yep yep but yeah speaking of microsoft bill gates huh remember how popular bill gates was when we were young Oh, yeah. He's like the hero of the world. Yeah. He's become such a polarized figure. Oh, yeah. People either love him or hate him. What do you think about Bill Gates? Yeah, I'm not sure. He just kind of seems like a weasel. He does look like a weasel, but that's not very nice. Yeah. (laughs) It's all right. He's rich. He is rich. He doesn't give a fuck about what I say. Yeah, he ain't listening to what I Also, he's probably banging whoever he wants now because he's divorced. Yeah, well, he created the, you know, or he was the... What was it? The vaccine guy, right? 
Yeah, he didn't create it, but he was a big proponent of its creation. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was the guy that invest made a bunch of investments on it. Yeah. I've made a joke but. many times on here that about him trying to put a chip in everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because that was outrageously funny. Oh, yeah, funny yeah. That's a conspiracy just, theory, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was so crazy because there absolutely are chips that would fit in a needle. Yeah. Um, that would work and do all the things that we were afraid they were going to do. I just didn't see a. I just didn't see that happening. I didn't see the utility in that. What would be, what would be the main benefit from chipping everybody? Yeah, I don't know either. Other we than got, just data like, mining. Yeah, and well, we all got social security cards and like all that kind of. Yeah. So I don't. We're know. all carrying the chip in our pocket. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. And our date, like our debit card that we use is kind of like a tracker too it's like oh yeah he was here buying this oh he was here buying that it's not like it's yeah we have to trade know. convenience for privacy yeah we get to privacy pick. you don't get out of both. the past like it's not you can have privacy you know. now but you can't also have convenience if you want privacy you don't get to have credit cards or That's a good point digital yeah. money or bank accounts or cell phones or anything because it all tracks you yeah. It creates a digital avatar of you that lives on the internet and thinks all the same thoughts as you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I used to be sketched out to just uh, buy stuff online. I always think, oh, what if my car gets hacked or this or that? But then yeah, I d- I it thought, dawned I on that me. It's like, time. well, every time I swipe it, it's pretty much the same thing. You know, it's not. It really it's is. Like, it's like, what's the difference anymore? Yeah. So, now I don't really worry about it. I just... I pay for identity theft, and then if anything ever happens, then mm-hmm. it happens, whatever, you know. And what are your common passwords? Oh, well, <laughs> that's non-disclosure right oh, there. Oh, good, go. good. I was just testing you. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times where I started talking about my crypto holdings, yeah. and I'm, like, starting to say the apps that I'm using and shit. I'm just like, eh, maybe not, actually. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to do that. Somebody's listening and be like, oh, Jeff has a, a Binance account. I'll get on there and see if I can guess his password. <laughs> like, oh, Jeff. Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm doing it again. I'm telling people how to how to hack me. But joke's on you. I don't have Binance. Yeah, yeah it's a weird world. It is. It definitely is, man. I really like it, though. So I, I've always been paranoid about the government tracking me. Oh, yeah. And I've just given up. I don't care. They're going to track me. If they want. I mean, I don't care. I really don't. Yeah. I really don't. I don't worry about it. I just like more try to go, you know, do things within my control, you know, yeah. to stay, you know, healthy and happy. You know, I try not to worry about politics or what the government's doing anymore. It's like, ah, you know, they're, they're not going to, you know, not my opinion or my political point of view is not going to make any difference. And no, like, it doesn't always matter. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Let's... We covered absorbed twins. Covered you moving out. Um, oh, do you remember uh, shooting Alex Martin in the face with a paintball gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he yeah, wasn't wearing a right, mask. Getting him right in the nose, yeah. Square in the nose. Yeah, he was pissed. Oh, man. Uh, he was furious. He was very pissed. I'm it, so shocked that, that he didn't attack you. Uh, well, you know, he's... He, he was pretty he hurt. He wouldn't do that. But <laughs> he was pretty hurt. <laughs> I think there's a good handful of times where I figured he wanted to attack me. You know? That was definitely one of them. I pissed him off a couple different times. Oh, man. I was I was afraid for Sorry. you. Because he's, like, 
he's not a, a mean guy, but I've I've seen him lose his temper and attack somebody, and it's it's ferocious. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's a big guy. Do you remember he's when he attacked me. Eddie Smith at camp? At I Cispus? don't. I don't. Eddie I Smith don't. was shining a, a shiny book in his face. Oh no! Nah. <laughs> like blinding him with the reflective part of his book, <laughs> and Alex leapt. We we're all just like sitting in a, on a. Crisscross applesauce on the ground, and Alex leapt across like four people and tackled him and just started beating him. <laughs> no shit, I don't remember. Was I in? Was that the year I got kicked off the team, or I didn't? No, no, make this it was on? at Sispus, uh, sixth grade. Oh yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking of uh, that football camp. Football camp down yeah. there. Yeah, uh, Camp Raylia. Yeah, Ray-Lia. they stopped doing that. I heard. Did they recently? Oh, well, but, that sucks. Um, yeah. I remember sneaking some. Some party oh, yeah. favors on that, that damn camp. That was because you were. So wait, why did you get kicked off? Why weren't you on the team? Uh, oh shit, I didn't get kicked off that year. That I just decided not to play. That's what it was. And then uh, basketball wanted, came around, and you, I got kicked off the basketball team. That was probably uh, your the peak of your substance abuse. Yeah, career, yeah, yeah. Junior year of high school. I was living the party life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seems like that kind of tapered off. Did, was that something you did intentionally, or is that just kind of life circumstances? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I it didn't taper off in high school. That's for sure. It tapered off more into my early twenties. But it what was, was more... the precipitating event for that? What was the the catalyst? Just like you know, being addicted to drugs and deciding that I could either keep doing this and have a terrible life, or. I could stop and do what I can to make my life as as happy and more fulfilled, you know. So I just kind of put a crossroad there. I just kind of decided, like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And was that and was I, that feeling something that was kind of in your consciousness for a long time? Like that knowledge of, like, this is not sustainable. I'm eventually going to have to make a choice to end this. Or it's just going to get worse and worse. Did you carry that with you for a long time? Or was it just, like, something that popped in your head one day you're like i need to quit doing this shit and then you just started a new journey no i'd say i carried it with me for a couple years at least like i mean it took me a while to realize how much of a problem it was becoming but then when i realized like this isn't sustainable this is gonna be a shitty way to live your life you know i kind of carried that with me for a year two years i just kind of like tried making better decisions and then eventually I was just kind of like yeah there's no excuse to make these shitty choices anymore I'm gonna have a shitty life if I don't and then so eventually the I just kind of put the crossroads there it's either turn right or turn left you know it's like oh I hear a siren so it's it it seemed like that kind of coincided with your move to Utah like it seems like after you went to Utah when when I saw you after that or talked to you after that you you had improved your life big time you didn't you didn't seem like you were struggling anymore you seemed like you were thriving was that just because of the move or was the basically I'm asking did the move come first or did the decision to stop partying like that come first well the decision to stop partying like that came first but there was a couple relapses before, and then eventually I decided, I was like, I need to get the heck out of here. Like, I can't be around this anymore. I can't be around these people that I'm around anymore. And then, so I guess it coincided in, in a way where it's, eventually I realized, like, I just need a change in scenery. And 
So it I helps did with Utah. Oh yeah, it definitely helps. Like it's a little different than going to get help, you know, because it's kind of like more of a just on your own type thing. Like you kind of run away from your problems than you do just tackling them head on, you know. But yeah, but going and getting help sometimes is expensive and hard, and it comes along with so much stigma. Sometimes it is actually better to just do it yourself if you if you can. If it, oh yeah, most people aren't capable of doing that, and it's and it's hard. And even when you think you can, mostly because you're high and you're making all these plans to get sober. Once the rubber hits the road and and the suffering starts, it becomes really easy to just be like, nah. No, I'll just get high one more time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The suffering is like, yeah, withdrawal and all that, going through all that is not easy. So No, and just the loss of that easy switch, like in life. Oh, when yeah. life gets hard, you can flip the easy switch, get high, and then all of a sudden life's not so hard anymore. Yeah, you forget about the difficulties of And life. then it becomes so much harder when it wears off. Yeah. And if you have more, you flip that switch again, gets easy again for a second and then when that wears off it's so much harder and you just keep kicking the can down the road just kicking the can down the road until one day you realize you can't do that anymore you're gonna oh, die yeah. i've always, i've had that understanding which is nice because i always i kind of realize that like if i'm gonna you know make the excuse to have like temporary comfort later on in life like it's gonna be way worse than it you know you it's just going to get worse and worse and worse, yeah. We're all sacrificial human beings, you know. So you sacrifice your maturity now for something that's fun or you can actually realize, like, later on down the line, like, that, that's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, energy is a resource that you can invest in your yeah. future. If you invest your energy into making the right choices now, even when they're hard, your future will inevitably be better. Isn't that kind of inevitably how we discovered time? What do you mean? Like, uh, we realize that we can, like, sacrifice something for oh, cause and effect. now, and then it pays off in the future. Like, sure, before yeah. we even knew what time was, isn't that kind of how we discovered time? Like, Probably. That makes a lot of sense. Just, yeah, understanding the relationship between causes and effects, and yeah. knowing that when I actually do this thing, it leads to this thing, and then that stuff in between is time. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, time is a trip. It is a very, yeah. It's, it's very going tricky. by so fast. That it freaks me out. Life is so short. Oh, yeah. It does. It goes by really, especially the older you get. It's like, holy cow. Yeah. I'm already in my mid-30s almost. I know. It's, like, it's so hell? weird. So weird. But, Colton's getting married. Yeah, Colton's getting married. That's pretty Chapping exciting. Quick. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, we should definitely uh, work on planning him a bachelor party. Yeah. I have never actually planned a bachelor party other than one and it was jake's a couple years ago it was it was fun but we didn't do the normal bachelor party stuff like strippers and we did get really drunk and played in a river oh that sounds it, like it that. was fun it was fun but the for colton i guess it'll depend on where they're getting married but we should come up with something really cool and really fun i'll, I'll help i know you're, you're the best man but I'll, I'll help you bear some of that load yeah, I gotta figure out when that's. He's thinking April now. But April. I'm not sure if they decided or. I got married in decided. April. It's a good month. Yeah, yeah. April's nice. It, well, still kind of rainy out here, isn't it? Or, yeah, usually. It depends. It's hard to predict anymore. But yeah, it's true. I've I got married there. on Earth Day. On Earth Day. Mm-hmm. 
So everyone goes out and plants a tree on my anniversary. That's right. Just to that's symbolize right. our out bond. There in, out there in Vegas. Anywhere. Everywhere in the world. No, on that's Earth. where you got mar married, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where we that's I was where supposed we to it. be there. <laughs> Trees don't grow very well there, though. Yeah, that was funny. So we're all standing there out in the desert up on this big rock waiting for the ceremony to start. And my mom and my two, two of my best friends who are like... I'd say 40% of my guest party. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't invite a lot of people. You you guys were not there yet. And um, just like, well, fuck, we'll wait a little bit. And I could see you and Colton's car in a line of cars that was like going on this tour thing. So I was like, okay, well, Colton and Cody are going that way and they're on the wrong road and it's a one way. So they're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, yeah, and I had I was texting my mom and she was there a little bit late, but... She got there. We got it done, and we saw you after. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's but. all right. I, I apologize. We shouldn't have missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happened. Completely didn't it's, make it to your damn wedding, dude. Yeah, like, it's okay. Friends, we are. Yeah, it's it's all right. It was a good wedding. Yeah. We the reason we made it in Las Vegas anyway was because we didn't think that people would travel there. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to make it a big to do, you know. Uh, make a big fuss about it so i was just like the people who really want to go can go and the people who i feel like i felt like a, a, a vegas wedding removes all of the people who are going because they feel obligated yeah, yeah. i don't want to hang out with anybody who feels obligated i actually told you that yesterday yeah yeah i was like hey buddy just saying not trying to discourage you at all but if you at all don't want to do a podcast please don't because I don't want this to be just like, oh, my friend wants me to do a stupid fucking podcast. That's becoming a thing. Is it becoming uh, a, a thing? It's a meme now. Everyone's, like, everyone's got a podcast and everyone's bitching about their friends asking them to be on podcasts. <laughs> Excuse me for trying to make you famous, you ungrateful fuck. <laughs> Jeez. I, th I think days. it's always interesting. Like, never been on a podcast, so might as well, you know. That's what I thought. Try it out. Check it out. I yeah. always think it's an inch. I always kind of like... Like, I always thought maybe it's something you'd do. Like, it's fun, man. Always kind of creative, you know? I like always, it. Like, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that you have a podcast. It really doesn't. Yeah, but, I've had that. I've gotten that from a few people. And sometimes I'm like, sometimes I can tell they mean it as a compliment, and other times I can tell that they don't. <laughs> I mean it as in, like, you're, you're always creative, you know? So Thank it's always you. Kind oh, of like I take it as a compliment either way. Something a creative person would do, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it means like, yeah, dude, you're always talking too much. <laughs> I can see that you got an, uh, you figured something out where you could do that. And now you, now I just talk into this computer and it just saves it up. Yeah. And then <laughs> it just saves it up. This is like life. episode 40 something, 40. 45, right? Or well, I'm, I'm a few ahead. So the one that aired last week was 44 or 43. This is in the, in the mid forties and that's two All hours right. a piece. It's a lot of fucking talking. Yeah, yeah. Just for imagine Joe year. Rogan. Joe Rogan. I know. Like, Holy cow! Have you heard those four hours long or five hours? Some of them are insanely long. I've listened to the long ones though. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you have to just put on like as you're working, yeah, and it's yeah. in the background, and and you're just like you're tuning in and out. But if you miss something, you miss something because sometimes it's just two people who you don't know talking about other people that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but you, and you just sit there and listen intently. <laughs> it's just like okay, but 
I've listened to a few. I haven't gotten into it, but it's definitely something that, I mean, I probably could do if I just started doing it more, but. There are thousands of them now. It's, it would be impossible to go through and not find at least one that you liked. There are so many. It's crazy. I was looking through them this morning. Oh, that was a great back pop. That just made my whole head feel lighter. Um, So I was looking at them this morning, trying to just get ideas. So I'm going through and looking for trends, like things that that all of the top podcasts seem to do that yeah. that's getting them on these lists and these in the browse browsers and explore feeds and all that stuff because I'm trying to work on my search engine optimization. And it's endless and they're all very different and it's just like I don't know what to do, but yeah, I'm not sure. I think I got to start doing themed episodes. Themed like, episodes? Yeah, where I can schedule them in advance, have talking points, and just because then I know how to market them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got those ones that are like uh, the what the motivation ones or the – what's that one where that tall guy does is like uh, – Tony Robbins. Prove, no, not Robbins. Oh, but he's the Tony best. Tony Robbins is good. Yeah, yeah. He's the, the OG of motivational speaking. I was thinking of that one that uh, – do you remember that movie Shallow How? Yeah, yeah, Tony Shallow Robbins How. was in that. Was he really? Yeah. When? when? He was like the one who hypnotized Jack oh, Black. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That was the first right. I ever heard of Tony Robbins, and I thought he was like a fictional character in that movie. And then I started seeing him in real life doing the same shit, and I, it, it tripped me out. I, I thought it was like a, uh, a character. But no, that's his real-ass self. Hey. He's just a giant. He is a literal giant. Did you know that? Yeah, his gigantism. He has like a he jumps around like he's a little kid all the time. He's just freaking. I bet in his in his prime he could have just dunked like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, but who knows? Maybe he's one of those big uncoordinated tall guys who can't dunk, and everyone hates him for it. Yeah, well I knew I could always dunk. Me too. I mean, yeah. we were just out there dunking earlier, just, just having that dunk off. Is. <laughs> Remember that dunk you dunked over my head? Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Cody, you always could one dunk. between the legs. Yeah, yeah that was Surprised a good one. Surprised the shit out of you there. Oh, those alley-oop dunks we were doing? Those yeah. were my favorite. Remember that camping trip we did? With Lambert? I, with Lambert and Paget. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, was I do. it your mom and Lambert's mom that came up on us? Yeah, that was our first <laughs> camping trip. We we told that story uh, when Lambert came in here on the oh on did episode. you really yeah he was uh, That's a good story he was a good guest I enjoyed having him on here told some cool stories Lambert's an interesting guy <laughs> do you remember King Man gets the green King Man gets the green I do remember that he but kept my... repeating that phrase over and over um, and it means nobody else gets to smoke my weed <laughs> That's what it means <laughs> and he kept calling himself King Man. All I remember is that time when we had or hid the liquor underneath the blanket there, and Corey decided he was cold. And he announced the blanket off. I'm cold, man. And just yanked that blanket. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Your mom, or or I can't remember if it was your mom or if it was or uh, if it was uh, Michael's mom, but yeah, maybe it was both of them. Oh yeah, (laughs) they busted us. Yeah. How could they do that? They knew what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that's honestly, how they that, could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That I know it does wasn't a horrible experience. I, I, I didn't get punished um, in an unfair way. I think I probably got grounded or something. But how do you even punish a 220-pound 16-year-old? Yeah, yeah. It's very difficult. Who owns all of his own shit? 
<laughs> you make them sleep in a truck. Drives a big, long Ford truck. You make them go to <laughs> church and get their fucking life together. And then if they don't want to do that, they can live in a truck. Yeah. Yeah. That very well could have been the series of events that happened, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of <clears throat> vague, huh? You ever try to think about everything and it's kind of like, is that when that happened? Or? Oh, yeah, man. I don't, I don't trust my memory at all. My memory's terrible, man. Everyone's is. And you know who Mine's are the least fried. trustworthy? The ones with the most confidence. Confidence has zero correlation with the accuracy of memory. Yeah. Think about that, what that actually means. Think about what that means for eyewitness testimony. Like narcissism is no, what you're like, thinking of? Or? No, confidence in the, in the accuracy of the memory. So when you are remembering something, there is a, a level of confidence in the memory that's paired to that memory in your mind, right? Yeah. So like you remember the, the drive here. Yeah. And you're pretty confident that the events of that memory are pretty accurate to the way they actually occurred. Yeah. But maybe your memory of six years ago driving that exact same route, your confidence would be much lower in the memory, right? Yes. That confidence variable has zero relationship to the accuracy of your memories. Okay. So you might feel completely confident in a memory that is completely fucking wrong. Or you might feel zero confidence for a memory that is actually very accurate. And, and there's no way of knowing which direction that goes. So you, don't, you really can't trust anybody's memory completely, yeah. including your own. That's interesting. I never thought about that. You can, I'm never confident in my memories, though. Oh, I'm no, usually man. very, like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to tell you. I'm even not confident if I in my think memories that at all. I'm kind of sure, it's like, yeah, I don't even trust my memory, whether or not I feel like it's, you know. I spent too many years of my, too many of my formative years smoking weed. Yeah, that's that my problem. I learned not to trust my memory <laughs> at all. Like, if I, I need to carry a notebook. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to be, I mean, I didn't train myself to, to learn how to use my memory properly because I knew it was like <laughs> incapacitated. I take a lot of notes, take a lot of notes. But I honestly think I was like that before I ever smoked weed. Like yeah. my teachers used to get furious with me because I was, I always, they always thought I was distracted or that I wasn't paying attention because I was always doing other shit yeah. and not looking at them when they were talking. I was always listening. I always knew what was going on. I was always very engaged. I just need to be uh it's almost like my body needs to do something while my brain is thinking. Yeah. Now, and I've learned that that is driving. I really, really like to drive, and it's something that gives my body something to do. And also, I, I think it also affects the the reward system because it, you're moving in a forward direction, so it adds to that productivity feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like when I'm walking with somebody, I tend to have, like, more fluent conversation too. Better so ideas. Yeah, yeah, and just well, better my, feeling. My brain you feel better. Is, you know, triggering off thoughts a lot better. And yeah, all right, when I sit around for too long, or like I just start get gummed up, like I'm just kind of like, what was I thinking, or what was I? Yeah, because you don't need you don't need those neurotransmitters. Our brains and our bodies work in feedback loops. Yeah. So if we're getting ready to eat, eat food, our we smell it, our body starts producing the correct enzymes and and bacteria to digest that food before it even enters your mouth it's the same with all kinds of behavior so and so like if you're getting ready to go for a walk your brain is going to start telling the body like all right start charging up the muscles get them oxygenated 
we're going to go for a walk. And so all those neurotransmitters like dopamine that will regulate movement start getting released into the synapse and you start feeling better. And, yeah. and that also leads you to do more of that behavior. And that's why good habits are so hard to establish. But once they're established, they're, they're self-reinforcing because they feel good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I kind of figured that out just by eating healthier and doing all that kind of stuff. Like the days you don't want to exercise and you just get up and go exercise, like those are the days you feel best, you know, after you're done exercising. And then, uh, like, I don't know, self-discipline, I've realized, is, is very valuable. You know what I mean? One of the just, most valuable things you can have. doing things that you know you should do and not do the things you know you shouldn't do. Yeah. And, like, I think you just have a better life overall, you know, just trying to practice self-discipline. Yeah, but, I agree. I agree. Do you work out still? Yes, yeah. You look healthy. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I'm still pretty small. You know? You're you're not a huge man. No, no, I've always been tiny. Small men can be healthy too. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what society tells you. I can't gain you. weight for the life of me. I can tell you that much. <laughs> really, I I can't really either anymore, man. Exactly. Um, it's I'm been sure a long time it'll since flip I tried. on me eventually, though. Yeah, but not sure in the way be. you want. You still <laughs> won't look stomach. bigger framed. You'll have a bigger <laughs> belly. <laughs> Your face will still look the same. Your legs will somehow get skinnier. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no. I try to exercise a lot now. I yeah. eat very healthy, so that's except good. for when I came on this road trip. It's kind road of tripping just kind of throws your plans out the window. Yeah, for yeah. Food. You it messes eat, everything up. And there just happens to be messes really routine up. A lot of fast food along the highway. Oh yeah. You ever go to Five Guys? Yep. Oh yeah. That's my I favorite. Love Five Guys. That place is so good. Yeah. I want to open one. I think that they should put one in Warrington, Oregon. Yeah. Right over there by the Costco. Oh, yeah. In that little area. People would love it. Somebody's going to steal my idea, and I fucking hope so. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would eat there all the time. I don't have time to run a burger joint, but I definitely want one to exist. So feel free to steal my idea if you've got some capital and, and you're plugged in with five guys, because I want this to happen for real. Well, eventually, it could just be an investment. That's what, yeah. Other people will run it. That's, know? yeah. I thought about that, you know, making that kind of... Getting some kind of cash flow investment going. Well, here, I mean, it's a lot of work at first. Think about this. Papa Murphy's. Yeah. It's the number one pizza chain in America. Yeah. They're not a restaurant. They're a pizza store. They don't have ovens in their restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Ovens are expensive. It'd be a low overhead startup. That is true. It's very recognizable. Here's the clincher. They accept food stamps. Peninsula needs a Papa Murphy's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about that. How many families there are with a EBT card? Yeah. They would just go get pizza. Everyone's got an oven. I think that's a, a killer business idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's what I've wanted to do for a long time just because it seems like such a no-brainer. In Long Beach, I mean, fuck, during the winter when there's not as many tourists, families would eat there. Yeah. The only issue with that is I don't want to eat Papa Murphy's all the time. So from a selfish point of view, it's not my first choice. That's where I go with five guys. Yeah, yeah. Five Guys is delicious, man. God damn. You can't go wrong with Five Guys. They Something got good about shakes, the peanut, the fries that are, oh, man. Or the fact that they give you, like, a grocery bag-sized bag of fries with yeah, your meal. Pan- it's like, pan- I thought I ordered a small. It's like, this is enough to feed me for a week. <laughs> yeah. There's, but, a, there's some good food out in Utah that's pretty good. That oh, yeah. Is there of. different chains out there? No, nah, well, yeah, there's different chains. But... What's a chain that, that they have out there we don't have out here? 
Well, they got Culver's. Culver's is all right. It's is like that a, a restaurant. Whisk- yeah, it's a chain. It's kind of like a. Uh, it's just a burger restaurant, kind of like Five Guys, but it's a uh, Wisconsin based. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. They got cheese curds that are really good, but cheese curds. That's like unfinished cheese, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's just a deep fried chunk of cheese. Have right? you ever had cheese curds that aren't aren't deep fried? They're uh-huh. just like cheese curds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like they're they stopped halfway through and they're like, this isn't quite cheese yet, but it's almost cheese. Let's just fucking eat it. Yeah, we'll just call it cheese curd. We'll call it a curd. Yeah, yeah. I All never right. actually eat them that like you get them from the big packages in the gas stations or whatever. I, like I've only chunks of really cheese. eaten them from. Uh, I always think of a cheese factory, curd as cheese a fried, factory. deep fried like. Yeah. That's how I've always thought of cheese curds, but those aren't those are deep deep fried cheese. Curds. Yeah, that's I mean that's its own thing. Yeah, they're those are really good. Those are delicious. Yeah, regular cheese curds though, it's just weird. I'm I'm confused by them. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, people called them squeaky cheese. Squeaky cheese. Yeah, because they make they squeak like rubber when you're eating them. Oh yeah, yeah, they kind of do have like a kind of almost have rubber texture to them too. Some of them. Yeah, but. I love cheese, no matter what it, any kind of cheese I'll eat. Oh, God, don't get my me started on cheese. My dad hates cheese, and I'm like, what? How, how do you hate cheese, man? Oh, man. It's like, unless I knew it's there was pizza. something off about that guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 he hates cheese, I don't know hates why. Hates cheese and your mom. God damn. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so have you ever heard of Twins Days? No, you know what? I'm very weirded out about the whole days thing. I'm like, who's coming up with all these days? <laughs> is there, is there like some guy in the basement day somewhere? Like National Ice Cream yeah. Day and National Dog yeah, Day. Yeah, like who's making all these damn choices? You know, like, anybody. What if I want to have my own damn day? You know, I'll, I'll just tell you how I'll you wake do up it. every morning and I'll decide what my day is going to be. It's National Cody Chalker Day. There is actually yeah. probably a National Twin Day. There's got to be. Oh, I'm sure there is. Oh, I'm sure. Let's look it up. This is a national everything day these Alexa. days. Alexa. Sorry, I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. It looks like an issue with the router and Echo device, so try restarting them. Unplug both of them, then plug the router back in. Wait 30 seconds. Once the router okay. is on connected <laughs> to the internet, plug in the Echo device. Thank you, Alexa. You've been very unhelpful. <laughs> very talkative there, Alexa. Wouldn't shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having Alexa, trouble connecting to up. the internet. It looks like an Alexa, issue with the router and echo device. So try restarting. Alexa, for the love of God. This listens like my dog. <laughs> back in. Wait 30 seconds. I'm going to kill it. Once the... <sighs> no more. Okay. Back to business. Haven't you always thought about that, though? Yes, I have. It's like, who's coming up with this stuff? Yeah, I have. And I always think it's like somebody at home on Facebook. Somebody not very cool uh, because they're not busy. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like one person? Yeah, it only takes one. Somebody invented Christmas. Yeah, well, I guess you're right. Oops. All right, so let's see. Is there a twin day? Is there a national twin day? December 18th. December 18th, huh? Wow. It's a month before your birthday. Would you like a five-hour? Oh, I'm all right. I had so much coffee this morning. Okay. Heart will probably explode. Ah, yummy. Have you tried some of that uh, 
Ashwagandha? Ashwagandha, you were going to ask me, huh? I was going to ask you. So we'll get to that in a second, but real quick, this Twins Days Festival. Uh, it's in Twinsburg, Ohio. Yeah. I highly recommend you go. If you want, I'll go with you. In Twinsburg, Ohio, huh? We'll, we'll go to Twinsburg, Ohio. We'll bring Colton. Uh, you two will be together. The Absorbed Twin is somewhere in the mix. I don't know where. I have a feeling Colton absorbed him a little yeah. bit. Maybe even he got a piece of you. I'm not sure. <laughs> He's greedy. He is a greedy bastard. He used to call <laughs> me greedy asshole. Okay, annual Twins Days Festival since 1976. And the festival boasts a volleyball tournament, doubles of course, Twingo, which is bingo for twinks, a talent show, and the Double Take Parade. The Double Take Parade, huh? Isn't that clever? So it's just like your twins walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, look at all those twins. <laughs> no, I think I'm in. pass on that. Oh, really? I think it sounds like fun. Uh, remember when in the 90s when everyone was like sexualizing twins? Yeah. And it was like that Budweiser song. And twins. Oh, yeah, yeah, Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of gross. That's incest. Yeah, you ever think a... about doing a threesome with your brother? No, not at all. Exactly. Never crossed my mind. Exactly. Even, I'm talking disturbing like, thought. <laughs> I didn't do it. It was American culture in the 90s. I'm talking man-man-lady threesome. Yeah. No touching, no touching dicks. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, no, never thought about it. Even though you guys have the same dick, it doesn't even matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's where the rest of it went. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, so it's a no on Twinsburg, Ohio, Twins Days Festival. You think you're better yeah. than 77,000 no, pairs yeah. of twins? I'd be down to check it out, but I'm not, walking, like. I'm not walking that damn parade. They <laughs> should give me like a motorcycle or something. They should give them like all ride. motorcycles, yeah. but only one per pair. Yeah, exactly. So then they well, have to decide oh, no, who's riding no. bitch. You can ride the sidecar. <laughs> Who would ride bitch? You or Colton? Colton would. He'd, run, he'd ride the sidecar. He's a little not, bigger, but you got the authority in yeah, your voice. Yeah. You're running the. You're running the show. I'm running that damn thing. Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. Um, did you know that mothers of twins live longer than mothers who don't have twins? No, I didn't know that. Sorry, Greg. I do know uh, the later. 2006 <laughs> study of Journal of Reproductive Medicine said that taller women are more likely to have twins, and it could be linked to a protein called insulin-like growth factor which may stimulate the ovaries. Huh, that's interesting. The more you know. So that kind of tells me that Colton, if he somehow manages to impregnate his current fiance, yeah. we could be in for some gigantic twins. I think they skipped generation, though. Well, we're about to find out. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, who knows? Hey, Hannah looks like she's got some insulin-like growth factor. Yeah. Like, she's she's probably brimming with insulin-like growth think, factor. I don't even know if they're going to have kids. Is I, she? I don't either. Yeah, I doubt that. I don't know what their deal is, but I do know that they're engaged, and I do know that Hansel, H Hannah has a ton of insulin-like growth factor. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she's tall, and that, that just makes sense to me. Well, I heard, too, the older they get, too, like more in their mid-30s. Uh, they start birthing bigger babies? More than likely to have twins. Like oh, their, oh. their chance of having twins. Not more than likely, but the chances of having twins go up That makes sense. It's like when you're at... Um, at a deli, and it's getting close to closing time. They're yeah. shuttering up the, the shop, yeah. and there's still, like, quite a few chicken strips left. Yeah. And the lady's like, eh, 
I'll give you an extra few. She throws an extra few in the bag. She's like, we're, all, we're gonna be closing soon. They're gonna go bad. These are just gonna get wasted. I'll throw it double. I'll yeah. give you double. Same deal with menstruation. That's interesting. Okay. They're closing up shop. Throw two in the bag. Yeah, yeah. Right? Is that what's going on? That, I don't know. That sounds like a that sounds like a legitimate explanation. Like I'm not I'm not a scientist, so I couldn't really tell you for sure. I'm not what's either. Going but on. That sounds pretty sciencey to me. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, twins. Well, we made it through some really hot twin content. <laughs> Let's move into ashwagandha. So ashwagandha, we were talking the other day about a ancient Asian herbal remedies. Yeah. Just having your average everyday ancient herbal remedy talk, and you brought up ashwagandha. Yeah. I was not familiar with the uses of ashwagandha or of its uh, origins or background or some of the more technical research aspects of it that you're filling me in on. Could you Could you extrapolate on that a little bit? Oh, it's just kind of... Pharmacodynamics, pharmacokinetics, just in general. <laughs> yeah. You know me. I don't have a whole lot of information on all that. But no, I but can't you got, tell you you've been ashwagandha been... correct? Yeah, yeah. And it's making you feel good, right? Yeah, I That's like That's all I really care about. What, what is it? How does it work? And what does it do to you? Uh, well, it makes me sleep very well. Like, I have these crazy dreams. And it's like, so when I actually do sleep, I sleep, I get solid sleep ever since I started taking it. And, like, uh, I'm usually very neurotic at work. Like, I get very antsy and just very, like, like I, I forget stuff because I'm just kind of, you know, bouncing off the walls. And ashwagandha kind of just kind of slowed me down, made me more methodical, be able to handle stress more and, like. So you take it in the mornings, like, before work? Yeah, I take two in the morning and then two at night. So Oh, it doesn't make you too sleepy to function? No, no. It just it, takes your edge off? It does at first. Like, for the first couple of days you take it, you kind of experience, like, a sleepy type feel. But once you take it for a couple of days, you it, it just takes off that, I don't know. I mean, most people aren't like me, but I'm just naturally high strung. So naturally, like, anxiety just kind of gets me throughout the day, you know? Yeah. And uh, I get very neurotic because of it. I start forgetting stuff. I start... Me too. You know, it gets really bad. And yeah. then I started taking this stuff, and it's just kind of relaxed me a little bit. Do you like, get angry too on top of it? Like during those times, do you get irritable? Uh, While I'm... When you're feeling a little bit anxiety? neurotic and yeah. anxiety. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get very irritable. That's very. the worst part for me. It starts to make me feel like I'm not treating other people the way they deserve. Yes, exactly. Almost. Like a lot of how you're feeling is... But you can't really. Yeah. It's almost like your resources are, are too low or something. I know that feeling. And so this stuff helps, huh? Yeah, it just helps calm me down and makes me more, m- much more methodical. Not not so much not caring, but not caring enough to not stress too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like stress is for the birds. and I. Have you ever tried Kratom or Kratom? No. Uh, it that the way you're describing this stuff is it sounds kind of a similar effect, but the it's it's pretty good stuff. It's again, it's like a herbal remedy that people use a lot for pain cessation and anxiety and all kinds of stuff. I've even heard recently of people using it as a pre workout. Oh no. Nah. Yeah, but I'm this not sure. This stuff is kind of it's. I guess it's good for working out. I haven't quite noticed the difference yet, but uh, like I guess it helps your body absorb oxygen better. So like. Oh. When you when you work out and you're just 
and you're taking it, you're able to go longer and cool and all that kind of stuff. And it helps your body recover as well. So there's a lot of scientific things behind it that it actually helps out. So I'll have to check that out. I like herbal remedies. I, there's, I, I would take one over a pharmaceutical. Oh yeah, definitely. Any day. Well, I'm always skeptical about any of that. Like anything that kind of affects you in a way that is like any kind of physical or psychological effect. Like I always think, hey, this might not be good eventually. You know? Like, yeah, take if it's it. messing with your whole system. Yeah. So like, now I'll go to a doctor about anxiety, and they'll try and get me on, you know anti-anxiety meds or antidepressants and i'm just like i don't want none of that like that stuff would work too I'm that's the thing though it would take away anxiety is useful it's yeah. not just an, an unpleasant feeling it's also the motivation for accomplishing a lot of shit and, yeah, and yeah. for making sure that you're not leaving yourself vulnerable and there's lots of uses for it there's a reason we have it yes so i don't want to wipe it out completely which is what those benzos do oh benzos just make you a freaking i'm not sure because i i've had I've, you know i've taken a benzo a couple different times but, i've taken it uh, with you before probably we, we just yeah. hang out we didn't talk yeah yeah <laughs> you're just real tired yeah it's, they're fucking terrible recreational drugs. yeah yeah they're not fun recreationally but uh they do exactly either, what they're supposed to do yeah yeah they which make, is your, make you not care about anything get rid of all your moods like yeah like you're just kind of flatlining when you're i was talking about that stuff. the other day I have I've struggled with opiates. It's because they up your game. They make you feel better. Like yeah. they don't just take away negative feelings and emotions, but they add positive ones. Yeah, yeah. It's the endorphin feeling that you get from that's it. That's or... super addictive. Yeah. Benzos are not addictive to me because they don't add anything. They remove unpleasantness, but they don't add any kind of like they don't they don't up they're not uppers, they're downers. Yeah. They just, yeah. They they just, just take make away you tired or Yeah. That's like... not People get addicted to them, though. Yeah. Well, I and think some people really need to be clicked back down. I'm not sure down. If they're mentally addicted. Some of them have gotten physical addicted because of they, a doctor tells them they need them or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like and Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Like, well. I think it has a lot to do with your physiological baseline, where you begin and where your body kind of comes to rest. Like, on the range of neuroticism. Some people are high, high on that range. So they need uh, assistance to get back to a workable level, like in the middle. And some people are really low on that range, and they need something to up their game and make them. Like, that's probably why I'm way more preferential to stimulants. I, I'm addicted to stimulants. I cannot survive a day without caffeine. Yeah. Like, I, I just drink a five-hour right here on the podcast. Like, the, I, I drink two of those a day. They're, oh, boy. I am, that's a lot. If I don't have caffeine, I'm fucked. Like, I don't just feel tired. I feel devastated, like emotionally devastated. should try and go without for a little bit. I do. I do, yeah. like, regularly because I want – just for tolerance management. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I keep my tolerance manageable. But it's actually very hard. I get bad headaches. I get sick. And I feel like everybody hates me. Yeah. And everything I've done is stupid. <laughs> start like, having weird thoughts then, huh? Yeah, it fucks, like, it fucks fuck. with my mental health. Start, start, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm aware of what's going on, so it's not like a concerning. I actually find it to be kind of a novelty. Sometimes, it, like, because I don't really, I try not to try drink caffeine on weekends. Sometimes I'll make it to like 11 a.m. and I'm just and I'm starting to feel really empty yeah, <laughs> and yeah. sad and like the normal feelings that kind of fill me up every day, like 
productivity and wanting to do something are just not there. And I'm just like, what, what's wrong? Where, where is my personality? And it's like, oh shit, I just haven't had any coffee. <laughs> it's like, fuck. I can see that. I got, I mean, I get the same way too in, in the mornings if I don't have caffeine. Mm-hmm. Like I need something to get going, but during the day I just try to drink a lot of water and then try to maintain my energy in a healthy way. Yeah. You know, try not to eat too much sugar, or too much, you know, carbs or stuff at beginning of the day and just kind of, mm-hmm. I do intermittent fasting quite often. Me too. Sometimes I, on accident. Yeah, yeah, on accident, but ultimately I think it's it's been be- good for me, you know? Yeah. Like, not eating crappy foods in the morning has definitely been very beneficial. It's so hard. It's Donuts so are so good. Yeah, but then, like, after, like, I went on that elimination diet for uh, gluten because I had been told by my doctor that I got that celiac crap or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, I don't have any symptoms or anything like that. But once I stopped eating it and then started just eating really healthy and making sure I drink lots of water and all that kind of stuff, I realized that when I go back to that, like, you just realize... It tears you up. Yeah, it take, takes energy out of you, makes your, you know, mind kind of cloudy and foggy and just kind of like, like... Even now, like, since I've been on this road trip, I haven't been eating good at all. Mm-hmm. And I got realized that I'm like, oh, man. Or, like, I've been smoking a lot more, you know, weed because I'm out here in the legal states. So. When in Rome. And I'm on vacation. I'm not going to work, so I'm like, I'll just get stoned. Yeah. I, yeah, it just gets so foggy and, like, you feel so unhealthy all week, but. Yeah. And, you, <laughs> you know, once you realize that difference, you're like, it's better to, I would much rather just eat healthy, even though I know it's not going to taste as good, because I'll at Eventually least appreciate the way I, yeah, yeah, the way you feel is where the appreciation comes. Well, I, I've noticed that when I actually take the time to prepare meals the way they should be made and, and invest my energy into the food ahead yeah. of time, then eating it is way more pleasurable. Oh, yeah, definitely. But if you're just try, if you're just fucking hungry and you're just like, I just got to eat something, then you don't have the time to invest the, the energy into the food. And so what you're eating is either unhealthy because it, it's quick, so it's probably unhealthy, or it's not that good because yeah. it's healthy food that you didn't take time to prepare correctly. Exactly. And well, that's the hardest is like trying to eat a, a you know, like a, a really lean steak that you didn't cook very well or like it's chewy and you're just like, fuck, this is not delicious. Yeah. Or whatever it is, vegetables that you didn't do right. Or it's just, it, it's harder to do good food Oh, yeah, definitely. It's not easy. Like, I live by myself, you know, cook for myself all the time. And I keep it pretty basic. And it's like the healthy foods I eat aren't, you know, very good. Like, I'd be honest with you, I'd much rather have five guys, you know. And I've been able to maintain it just off the thought of, like, how is it going to make me feel rather than how it tastes. Yeah. It'd be nice if I could be a better cook and make it taste better or had the time to, because it takes a lot of time to, you know. So much time. Learn how to cook that well and also, you know, put You remember put when we were living in Bellingham, the the times when I would go spend my, my student loan money on groceries, I'd take like a whole day and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. go buy groceries, pick a recipe, prepare the food and like we'd just feast. But you can't do that all the time if you're a person who's actually like got a job or you know yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have a job i was 
and I'm still paying that off now. Like that was my student loan money that we just talked about. Uh, so I probably we probably should have been eating more top ramen. People yeah, yeah. people are always bitching about eating top ramen in college. It's like fuck that. I was eating ground beef and steaks, and I was eating meat, pro- heavy protein, massive amounts of food. It's like oh, you guys were buying top ramen so you didn't have to spend your loan money at twenty five percent interest on <laughs> on consumables. Ah, shit, I realize that now after I. <laughs> Nobody taught me about money. I didn't know how to do it. I think it was a problem with our whole generation. Like, yeah. I think it's still a problem. Like, Poor people not, in general don't know how to do money. not how to manage money or anything like that. But, I'm having to learn as I go. But also how to, like, you know, manipulate the system like a lot of the rich people do. Like It's not hard. Being able to leverage debt and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, just risky. It's just doing it, yeah. Yeah. The risky and doing it, you know, having the credit that you need and all that kind of stuff but also the shame that comes along with it if you fail like if if somebody who was it comes from a poor community tells everybody hey i just lost 40 grand in the stock market not only are people like you're a fucking idiot but they're also like they almost there's almost like a sense of shame that goes along with it like you could have done so much more with that money and you just lost it because you were trying to turn it into something bigger Whereas, like, a, if a stockbroker is like, yeah, I lost 40 grand, um, nobody really thinks much of it. They're just like, ah, it's part of, it comes with the territory. That's what yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. You're a money guy. You know, like, well, it's not easy, too, when you already, if you already have a family or, like, yeah. if you're already established in a certain situation in life. It's especially not like, if you're on a fixed income. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're on a fixed income. Life's difficult, man. It's hard to you know come up with all the solutions to make everybody feel like like yeah. it's fair or whatever you know it wants to be. But I think that things could be a lot better for people if there was just a little bit more training on on how to build financial freedom. Like, yeah, education. Yeah, on, yeah, like teaching when, people. When did you learn what an IRA was? I yeah, like recently, right? Yeah, well, no one talking about that money shit in school. Like, uh, I didn't know about that until it was like, I was well into my professional life. And that's embarrassing a little bit because there's there's a lot of things I should have known. Yeah. I, I, I really didn't. I didn't know how to invest in the stock market. I didn't know how the stock market worked. Yeah. Like, until after I was 25. I mean, I knew how it worked in general, but not really. I didn't know how to look at a chart and un- understand how markets are going to move. I didn't know how to... And I had a... Like, even after I had a psychology degree... I still didn't have any concept of how to think about groups of people thinking together and money moving on a large scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a completely different way of thinking. Well, you're talking portfolio income too. So yeah. it's like, I mean, portfolio income is one thing. Like, And nice thing is nowadays is like a lot of, you have automated apps that can do it for you. Oh, yeah. And Automatic put yeah, orders and call orders. or whatever. You yeah, know, Robinhood, all those apps. That you Being able to put in stop losses on on your retail investment apps that's yeah. been a huge, huge benefit because you don't like you don't have to put all your stuff at risk. And like it, it was, you put your money in and then either you watch it and see when it's dropping or going up and adjust, yeah. or you don't watch it and you're at risk of losing your ass. Yeah, but yeah. with a stop loss in place, you say like, I have this position. If the price goes below this number. I want an automatic sell to occur to where I keep my money. Yeah, which is definitely way it's nicer awesome. nowadays. Awesome. 
But and I'm not a, too keen on all of it. Like, I put a little money away, and I'm not, you know, crazy into the stock market, so I just do the automated yeah. crap and then let it do it, let it do its thing. But my thing is, it's like, like, it'd be nice to be able to just take the risk to leverage debt more and to get more of like a cash flow rather than a portfolio yeah. income. A like, passive, passive income. Yeah, very passive income, like. And it doesn't take, like, there's a lot of people out there that are no smarter than me or you that are doing that and making a lot of money, you know? it's Get on YouTube. It's like, yeah, well, YouTube. It requires a pretty high level of risk tolerance. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're in crypto because that's so much, so much risk taken on just by, by trying to anticipate one of those massive pumps. Yeah. But if you hit one, boy, yeah, yeah. you get 100x. <laughs> 100x in return on your investment. Yeah, yeah, for real. That's kind of the way I look at it, too, when I'm putting money on and on that kind of stuff. It's like, eh, it's kind of more of a payoff than putting this much on black if I get, you know, than gambling at a casino, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but it's similar. Get, it's a similar it's, feeling. It's very similar, yeah. I See, I've never really been a gambler. I don't like that feeling because That's of good. the uh, element of chance is too strong. Like, oh. and it's not even just, it's not the element of chance really, because the house is, has the advantage. So it's, it's, re, it's lower than chance. Chance is like, the only know, chance is, is I'm getting really drunk and probably giving up all my money. If you that's go into it that attitude, chance. that's probably okay. <laughs> it's like, think of it as this is money I'm spending on fun. It's not money that I'm investing on a possible payoff that's usually the start of my night yeah like i'm thinking all right this is all i'm gonna spend it's gonna be my fun time i wake up the very next morning pulling out you know a few five dollar chips or whatever i had crumbs left and then okay you're excited because that's all you spent and yeah you go look at your bank account (laughs) oh man (laughs) there you go shit i pulled out that other thousand dollars forgot about that It's not good at all. <laughs> With the crypto, though, it's it's like gambling, but you can do research. But you know what I mean, though? Like, there's research you can do in yeah. investing that you can't do in gambling. Gambling is, is designed to create chance. There's research, but it's also a lot of chance, too. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, uh, it's built in. Yeah. I mean, you're take, either way, you're taking it. It's very volatile, but, I mean, if you look at the history of some of those, you know, like Bitcoin and and Ethereum, like they've done nothing but increase, like what, hundred to three hundred percent a year, you know? Crazy, yeah. I mean, they maybe go up and down like crazy, but in the entirety of that their volatility creates the illusion of chance. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's still based off fundamentals yeah. and, and principles that are driving Something's market driving action. It up. Yeah. Like, especially when you got all these big, big wig companies buying it up now. Yeah, things are changing like, now. Yeah, the, that's when you're. That's when you start to look at it, like, oh. Maybe this definitely is something. Like, it's been about a year now since institutional interest has really risen. Yeah. People are starting, like Visa, the credit card company, just paid something like $150,000 for an NFT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's insane. That's insane. Eventually, it will be just a mess. Everybody will accept whatever collection of coins and currencies they do. And I think exchanges will end up being the real money makers. Because there's so many different coins and currencies that, like, to be able to make those kind of a utility where they they have some use in a real world situations, you need a place yeah. where they can all go into the middle and, and trade without fees and stuff. 
Well, what are the NFTs again? Those are and that Ethereum? stands for non fungible token. Ethereum NFTs are the most popular right now. They're yeah, the highest, that's what I figured. Highest they were the ones that started it, right? Because yeah, of the app, they were the first that were available. Like the the decentralized applications. Yeah. Like, so Ethereum was the first blockchain to offer any kind of uh, platform scaling to where yeah. you can build other stuff on Ethereum. Yeah. And Bitcoin never did that. Which seemed more to me more like uh, useful in an economic. That's why you know, it's blown up. Like that's why I've put uh, like a lot more money into Ethereum over the years is just because I figured it had more of a utility to it than yeah. Like I get the, the utility the behind year. Bitcoin, but decentralized finance is different from decentralized applications. Yeah, so for like, sure. And Ethereum, I, I really don't see the staying potential for Ethereum. the The network is not very good at processing transactions. Yeah, it's very it's bogged down really easily. Which makes the gas fees really high. So right now it could cost you three hundred bucks to send five dollars to somebody. Yeah, yeah. So it's just not practical. But they have layer two solutions where they build on top of that network and do things off chain and side chains and parachains and all that stuff. There's other big. There's other uh, blockchains like Cardano that yeah. process a lot more transactions and have a lot more potential to grow. I think Ethereum is is going to. Thing top of the out. Past. Yeah, I think it'll eventually top out, and and something else will kind of pass it. And yeah. I hope it's Polkadot. Polkadot is like a integrating sharding system, I think, where it, it connects a bunch of different blockchains together and lets them creates interoperability. And so it will it will like let things work between Ethereum and Cardano, or whatever Bitcoin and anything yeah, else. Yeah, whatever else. And that's where I've put in. Quite a bit of my portfolios into Polkadot. It's still got a lot of growth potential because it hasn't really popped yet. Yeah, it hasn't had that major blow up. But speaking of blowing up, um, you got to pee. Uh, we're almost at two hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got um, do you want to wrap this thing up, or do you want to take a break and come back and do a little bit more? You can take a break. Okay, let's do that. Oh, have you been thinking about buying a new truck? Ah, I thought about it. I mean, I don't. I'm. I like not having that truck payment, you know. Oh yeah, like, that would just start right nice. back up again. Yeah. And really, that's a Toyota. You could drive it for probably a long time. What year is it? Uh, 2015. Okay. Yeah. So it's six years old. That's seven years old, I guess. Yeah. For cars, why do they do that with the car year? You ever notice that? Like, you can buy a 2022 truck in oh, oh, 2021 sometimes i don't know why i think that's just kind of what it's always been yeah I guess. It's, it's weird it is kind of weird i bought it back in 2015 so it was a year old but it was uh it was used as like a uh, dealership truck so it's what they use like drive around drive employees around and whatnot so it mm -hmm. had like 1700 miles on it when i bought it could you scoot a little bit closer? They tricked me, you know? They tricked you? Yeah, so I was, like, when I bought it, I had to buy it as used because I had 1,700 miles. But when you do that, they only give you the uh, factory warranty on it. You don't get the... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Did you ever need to use the warranty? No. Never? No. That's pretty fucking amazing. I have a GMC truck. It's a 2016... I bought it in 2017. It just had sat on the lot for a year. Nobody bought, nobody bought it. But it's yeah. a great truck. Um, but it has had some issues. The axle seal has broke on me twice. Oh, okay. Um, 
probably my fault. My daughter was playing around in there and had turned the four-wheel drive on or put it on automatic mode to where oh. it's usually in two-wheel, but then every once in a while, like, I didn't realize it was on there. And so I'd be, like, driving up the bridge on the really steep section, and it would, like, be trying to shift weird, and it, I could hear it making noise that it wasn't supposed to be making. So I, it blew the seal, and I had to get it fixed. But um, in the process of that, I was reading about it, and I think it's kind of a common thing that happens. Uh, yeah, I bet. I've, I think I've put my – well, I've forgotten that I've had my truck and four-wheel – a couple different times. You ever ruin a parking I... brake like that too? Parking brake on, just drive for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, not for weeks, but I have driven with the parking brake on. Yeah. Or drive a car without oil in it. There's so many ways to fuck up a car that are just like, oh my god, I'm an idiot. I, well, I have. Not gonna lie, if I haven't tried pulling away with my parking brake left on, and you, and my truck makes a beeping sound, but even then, sometimes I get quite a ways before I realize. <laughs> what, what is that beeping? <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the Cybertruck, Tesla? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's supposed to have like bulletproof glass or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's the whole thing's just like folded origami stainless steel. Yeah, it's kind of weird looking. I, I'm not so sure that's what I was. Thank God, if if it looked like the truck everybody was expecting, I wouldn't want that piece of shit. Yeah, no. That's the reason I like it is because it's not what everyone wanted. Yeah, it's like it's basically Elon Musk saying, "I'm sorry, man. That's me." Oh, you're good. I was like. I can't. Sometimes I actually actually take mine off silent. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I'm not so sure what kind of truck I want to get. Really, you thinking going electric? No. Well, it might be time. I guess. I mean, the change is coming. The incentive for it, I think. What's the incentive? I don't know. Colton was saying that we're going to do do like uh, federal rebates for EV. Oh, Colton was, huh? I don't know if probably get you to buy a cadet heater while he's at it. I was like, what? This guy like, loves cadet heaters. <laughs> He's just a shill for big electricity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have a, a wood stove in your house? No, get an electric heater. Oh, you want a new truck? One that burns delicious fossil fuel? No, get an electric truck. I bet yeah. you anything. What a shill. I know. Anyway, sorry about that. I'm just. <laughs> I get so passionate when it comes to Colton manipulating people and taking their money. Yeah. Just for the big. He's electricity. like a politician, man. Yeah. If, if anybody is the evil twin, right. it's him. Yeah. You know, of the two. Uh, he would be a politician. I'd vote for him. Yeah, me too. He sold me a great cadet heater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it pretty, work pretty good? Or I what? love it. I love it. Heats up the whole house well? Easily. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Oh, That's yeah. Good. Yeah. You know... Um, I mean, you know, freaking King of the Hill would say otherwise. You know, I want to hear what I don't propane, go on. Propane. Oh yeah, say. Hank Hill. Yeah, I think King of the Hill is one of the. Uh, it's the pinnacle of fine art. Yeah, King of the it. Hill is the king of of, of creative endeavors. King of the Hill is a beautiful King of the piece Hill, of art. Not Hank Hill. Well, he is I mean, the yeah, King of the well, Hill. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, it's a great show. It's been a while since I've seen that show. Yeah, me too. It's been, like, five years probably, actually. Yeah. It, it used to be one of the shows I watched in rotation. Years. Like, I loved it. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. The writing is just oh. hilarious. Dale Gribble. 
Yeah, is that is that the writer for it? No, nah, Dale Gribble's the guy with glasses and, and a hat who always... Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Dale. Paranoid of the government. Yeah. Yeah. The characters were like people you know in real life. I like yeah. that. But it was a cartoon. I don't know. <clears throat> Coming from The Simpsons, which was like my very favorite show when I was a kid growing up, basically... As long as I can remember, I was I loved The Simpsons because even before I watched The Simpsons, it was like that off limits thing. I wasn't allowed to watch it, but my parents watched it, and I wanted to watch it so bad, and so I'd listen to it. The TV was on the other side of the wall from our bedroom, so I'd hear the voices and stuff. And I've always loved The Simpsons. It was like it raised me. Yeah. I yeah. I never got to watch it. Oh, my dad best. never liked it. Never watched it. So, like, I was always stuck watching with what my parents watched. You what know? did they watch? Just, like, uh, just stupid shows, like, a, the, you know, the ABC sitcoms. and. Oh, yeah, they, you were an ABC family. You were, you were a TGIF family, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. See, we were Fox. We were a Fox family. Yeah, well, I guess we watched some of the Fox But not The Simpsons. Too, but not The Simpsons. Yeah. You know? That was... It always changed. What else was in the Fox lineup? King of the Hill was yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. King family of the Hill. Guy. We did watch some King of the Hill. Not much Family Guy. My no. parents did not like Family Guy. Yeah. Nobody's parents liked Family you know. Guy. That that was what made Family yeah. Guy great. Not even South Park. Oh, I guess I was able that to was watch Comedy it. That was Comedy Central cable. I didn't have it, but yeah. you guys had cable. Yeah, we did, but... Or satellite, I, we used right? To ha- we used to have, you know, yeah. You had all the best Direct stuff. Direct TV. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing hearing the whispers about what what was going on at, at your house. Yeah. Those late nights. No. With the cable TV. <laughs> uh, in early uh, early middle school. It's <laughs> a little creepy. <laughs> uh, I, I've actually I think I've talked about it on Colton's episode already. So some yeah. people already. But you guys, yeah, you had that that soft core porn. <laughs> Women in bikinis getting no, nasty. You just get every channel on DirecTV. You get every channel. <laughs> and if you if you scope around, you can find the boobs. Yeah, you can find them. Yeah, not not today. Now you yeah. just, just thought kids today have it easy. Just, yeah, they just got. Google. Remember how hard it was to find a boob looking for just just a titty. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was hard. It was a whole thing. You had to. I mean, like you had to make it make it a point in your life to go find one. Yeah. <laughs> they aren't just handing them out. I remember, uh, yeah. Not like today. <laughs> today, nope, not at all. Yeah. He used to find it, like, and uh, I remember our buddy Matt, down in Surfside there, his, his dad, like, had a bunch of it stashed in the corner of the house there, so we found all his porn, all their magazines. <laughs> like, as a group, like, you found them? Yeah, well, yeah, we were all kids, you know, playing yeah. around in the house. And that would come across the old box of fucking porno, you know. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, it's well, a yeah, weird I mean, experience <laughs> for a kid. I mean, you're going to look. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, nine times out of ten, you're going to look. Yeah. You get that one kid every once in a while who, who won't. Probably he's afraid. Who knows? But he's not looking. But yeah, everyone else true. does, and they don't trust that kid. Well. <laughs> They don't invite him next time. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are snitch. It's <laughs> good observation right there, yeah. Yeah, dude. Me and Jake were walking home from Hilltop one time, and we found a pornography magazine on the ground. Just on the ground, in a parking lot. 
uh, right out in front of the Waco market. And it was like some pretty gross porn. And I, we saw it and we walked by and we both looked at each other and like knew what it was. We went back and it was like, we just went down to grab it and I picked it up and it like fell apart in my hands and it was kind of a windy day. So then I'm like, we're both like scrambling to pick up these pornography pages that are scattered around this parking lot and we're like shoving them in our coat and <laughs> in our inside our jackets. And so we're like all padded up with these porn pages <clears throat> and we kind of scuttle off into the forest and you know, go review the material. And it was shocking. Like some of this stuff. Whew. Um never had I I didn't I was unaware of a lot of things about biology and people and chicks yeah. and whether or not they have dicks. And it and this it was like something I had never seen before. So after we had looked over this thing, we both were just like just shrouded in shame. You know that feeling of just like that that Ugh, shouldn't have done that. We we're like little kids. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I remember we had Jake hurl it into like deep into the forest, like in a very like <laughs> symbolic way, like throw it, like because he, he had the arm. You remember that? Yeah. I couldn't never really. I couldn't get the hips, the hip action to get the good throw. Um, I eventually figured that out though. But at the time, he was the one with the arm, so we had him just like throw this devil's devil's book out into the forest where we'd never be tempted by it again. And later we went back to try to find it, but the rain had destroyed it. <laughs> uh, so that's my first experience with uh, naked ladies on a page or naked people, period. There was, there was dicks in that one. It was pretty weird. For yeah, that, yeah that's not... A couple kids. What was your first experience see. seeing, seeing <laughs> uh, naked bodies on a page? <laughs> or was it on a computer screen? Like the kids today. Yeah, I can barely remember back then. Uh, yeah, I'd say probably on a computer page, like off Sharesall or some shit like that. What's that? It's that like download site where you download music and stuff like that. I remember you'd always type in like, what's this celebrity, you know, Britney Spears' nude picture. Oh, I forgot you know about I mean? those years. Yeah, when and you're young, you want to see celebrities. Get, yeah, yeah, you'd probably get, like, some kind of, uh... Just remembered a, a thing. What would you get? Like, some Photoshopped, you know, some celebrity's face on some random girl's nude picture. Bad Photoshop, too, like, like different color skin. Yeah. Or, yeah, the lighting completely different. Or she's, like, making a, a clearly, like, a paparazzi smile face. Yeah. It's like, oh, they just took it off a red carpet pick. Yeah, you spend like an hour and a half waiting for it to download and you just get one picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, things have definitely changed. Imagine thinking about a blockchain at that time when that was how fast things could, you know, bandwidth was limiting things to that. <clears throat> if you had to do a picture exchange on a blockchain like that, it would be, it would take lifetimes. Because um, imagine just like how many more, because you have to do it on each machine at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that's one of the things that made it hard to think about. I mean, I'm sorry, you probably don't want to, you still want to talk about porn? No. <laughs> no, I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> we can move on to blockchains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I like talking about both. <laughs> 
Well, what do you want to talk know. about, Cody? You're about to head back to Utah. What You got any parting words for these lovely listeners? Any parting words? Yeah, you're you're about to head back out of our lives for, for a little, little short time. Uh, yeah, you know, just going to go back to home. And say Utah you're coming back for the wedding, so you won't be gone very long. Yeah, yeah, I'll be back in, yeah, whenever the wedding is, for sure. I wonder when they'll and do it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. But, uh, yeah, whenever that is, I'll, that's when I'm coming back. Right on, man. It's been. It's definitely been a few years since I've been here. You know, la- last time feels like. Maybe it hasn't two, changed that much, has it? Two, three years. Compared uh, to? No, no, not too much. Yeah. It's still the same place. But it's nice, you know. It's nice getting out of that smoke. Utah's kind of smoky right now. Oh, I bet. So, yeah. So is a lot of Washington and Oregon. Yeah, it does. I think. The whole here, drive no. here was kind of smoky, but... Really? At least the air is nice and fresh here on the beach, you know? Yeah, man. If if I didn't read the news, if I didn't have the internet or anything, I would a lot of the time not know that the world is kind of a mess right now. No, oh, yeah. Out here, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's nice out here. Well, it's been really hot. Like, all summer, it's been over 100 degrees. It's been but, weird, uh, but... Yeah, it's definitely been smoky. Yeah, yeah, it's it is dry, but yeah. So my garden this year didn't do very well. What's that? My garden did not do well this year. No, no, it all died, and I watered it and everything. It just the sun was harsh, really harsh. Yeah, it seems like it's felt pretty dry and pretty warm out here since I've been here. Yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, like, and I've been out in that Utah warm weather, but not. I don't know. Maybe it's more muggy too. So it's kind of like a... All right, man. We're talking about the weather. Yeah, yeah, we are. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, you got anything else you want to cover, or are we done? Uh, fucking... Thank you for coming. I hope, I hope you had a decent time. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was, it was good great. to see you, man. It was good seeing you, too. All right. Thanks All right. for listening, everybody. Talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Ramble by the River. If you liked what you heard, go on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you hear podcasts and leave a five-star review. It would really be appreciated and it would help the show out a lot. Thank you so much for being a listener. Don't forget to go to patreon.com slash ramblebytheriver to subscribe and check us out over at ramblebytheriver.com. I love you guys. Thanks so much. Talk to you next time. Dream.